Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. It is another Wednesday morning. You woke up to a series of push notifications on your phone about another political scandal and world health crisis. You walk into office and saw a group of people by the water cooler sharing negative opinions on a recent sports event airing over the weekend. You open your email and see another reminder from your senior management about the need for urgency for the staggering South performance. It's only 9:30 a.m., and you are already feeling the overwhelming pressure from negativity weighing down your shoulder. How do you get away from all these negativities? How do you stay positive? How do you feel happy? Welcome to episode 20: How to take control of your happiness and positivity. The three actions you can take starting now to affect the positive change within you. First. This is our episode twenty. I want to thank all the listeners for your continued support to make this journey meaningful. As our podcast continues to grow, I want to share some exciting news. Over the weekend, we have launched our Patreon page. By becoming a patron to the show, you'll be receiving special member-only benefits such as our Discord group, early access to episodes and publications, invites to workshops and networking events. And even one-on-one monthly mentorship program over Zoom. For details, please use the link listed in the show description. Now, I want to let you guys know that if you are following us on Instagram, then you know that along with this special episode about happiness, we are starting a 100 Happy Days challenge under the hashtag 100 Happy Days Life Plus Up. To find out how to join this challenge, we will go over in details later on in the segment. But I want to thank you all once again for making this podcast possible. And now, let's start off with some inspiring and positive news. Today, our news is brought to you by CNN: The Good Stuff, written by Alicia Lee. The headline of story is: A Texas teen bought 170 flowers to every girl at his high school for Valentine. Anyone who's been to high school knows how dreadful Valentine's Day can be for teenagers. 
Those who admire or significant others will get love notes, flowers, and chocolates delivered to them in class or secretly in their lockers. But for everyone else, it can be downright heartbreaking. A Texas student didn't want any of the girls at his high school to feel down this year, so he bought every one of them a flower. Jamie Woolley, a sophomore at Axtell High School near Waco, Texas, said he got the ideas after seeing some girls not receiving any Valentines the year before. Over the past couple of years that I've been at Axtell, not all the girls were able to get flowers and stuff. Sometimes it just be a secret admirer or popular girls. Willie told CNN, it felt heartbreaking knowing that not every girl was feeling special. So, with the help of his mom, Willie bought 170 flowers and handed them out to every girl from sixth to twelfth grade that came out of the school on Friday. Kendall Sherrill, a fellow sophomore at the school, was one of the girls that received a flower from a 15-year-old Romeo. He handed me a flower, and I thought it was very special because not everyone gets a flower on Valentine's Day. Cheryl said. Amy Gordon, Willie's mom, said it didn't surprise her when her son approached her about his idea. He's always been that type of kid, Gordon said. It made me very happy that he was thinking about others and how thinking about everybody, not just one girl. Gordon posted a picture on Facebook showing the 170 flowers on their living room floor. The post has garnered more than 1,000 likes and hundreds of comments. Gordon said the response had been overwhelming. We got in several messages from older women around their 30s and 40s saying thank you, that Jamie is their hero because they were that girl who never received a flower back in high school. Gordon said. Gordon added that his one act of kindness sparked other boys to engage in their own acts of kindness, such as holding the door open for girls. Willie hopes to do this again next year and make it a tradition for every Valentine's Day. I probably never forget that moment of just seeing their faces brighten up. Willie said, "I don't want anybody to feel less important than anyone else." You would think a guy with a heart like Willie would already have a girlfriend, but he said he is still single. So girls, line up. Now here at Life Plus Up, we thank you, Jamie, for your kind heart for being an inspiration. You have brought Valentine to everyone in your high school and remind them that they're all very special. So now let's go ahead and take a short break and hear what our sponsor has to say. Welcome back. Now let me ask, what is happiness? Most people can only describe it as a feeling of fulfillment, along with other emotional descriptors like pride, joy, etc. But the best definition of happiness, in my perspective, is what psychological researcher Sonia have wrote in her 2007 book, *The How of Happiness*. In her book, she describes happiness as describing the experiences of joy, contentment, or positive well-being combined with a sense that one's life is good, meaningful, and worthwhile. In her book, she has also listed the impacts of happiness on one's ability to optimize decision making and maintain positive relationship in personal and professional aspects. However, it is apparent that with continued events of technologies, that general focus of negativities from media, it's harder and harder to stay positive and happy in our current world. For the past 15 years, as a life coach, I dedicated myself. 
to help others to achieve success in personal, financial, and career. Happiness and positivity contribute tremendously to one's productivities at work and the ability to make good decisions that impact finances and personal relationship. In my career, I encounter many individuals who never live up to their fullest potential at work or unsatisfied of their relationship due to the inability to remain positive and happy. As a coach and a firm believer that big things often have small beginnings, I offer a list of three actions that anyone can take now to start gaining control of their own happiness and see the positive change within them. So let's get started. The first one is action number one, meditation. When is the last time you let your brain and your body rest during your busy workday schedule? When's the last time you remind yourself to take your eyes off the screen to reduce the restraints on your eyes? In a recent study conducted by N. Pierre Trinciolo, published on Healthline.com, she stated that with continued advancement of technologies and overflow of information, people find it harder and harder to remain positive or happy. With increased amount of content in the world and continuous demand for more and more screen time, it's more important than ever to have time to rest, relax, and rejuvenate your mind. In my previous episode, How to Better Mind, Body, and Spirit, I discussed in length about the importance of letting your mind take a break. There are many ways to take your mind off all the burdens from anxiety, stress, and even depression, and meditation is one of the most popular ways to do so. In an article published by Michael Thrope, MD, on Healthline.com, he listed many science-based benefits of meditation. Those benefits include reducing stress, controlling anxiety, enhance your self-awareness, elevate your emotion control, and even generate kindness. If you want to start taking control of your emotions and see the positive change within you, first, you have to set your mind back to its primal state. In this day and age, the world is becoming more and more aware of the importance of meditations and offer a vast amount of resources to get anyone started. By simply search meditation on Google, you will come across many organizations and programs at your disposal. If you're familiar with technologies, there are also many apps and demonstration videos on YouTube to guide you through those process. One of the most popular apps for meditation is Headspace. Headspace is an application that you can assess through your phone, tablets, or laptops. The idea is to provide you the guidance on demand. It focuses on letting the user fit in the meditation process into their own convenience and their crazy work schedule. Remember, meditation is to relieve your mind from all the burdens and to reset itself to the primal state. You should choose whatever method of meditation that best fits you. So that's my action number one. Now, action number two, be a positive fourth. There is an old Chinese saying, if you want something, be that something. If you are searching for positivity and happiness, sometimes you can find it by becoming the source of it. In my previous episodes, I share a research conducted by Professor Roy Ballmeister 
of Florida State University in regards of living a happy and meaningful life. In his study, he surveyed over 500 people about the effect of giving towards emotions. Through his research, he was able to identify that by giving produced a significant amount of positive emotional impact, while not giving often lead to negative impacts. Think about the last time that your new coworker asked you for help, but you were preoccupied with other tasks at hand. Do you feel guilty? Why? You had legitimate reasons why you couldn't help, but you still feel negative about not lending a hand. There's a saying, human decides emotionally and justify it logically. Your emotions was negatively impacted due to not giving, and you try to convince yourself with reasons why your actions were logical. Now, think about the last time you volunteered in your company or community events. Did you have fun? Did you feel that you made an impact? At that time, did you promise others that you will volunteer again? Now, let me ask you, how many posts from your network on your LinkedIn right now are about volunteering and community involvement? Why do people keep sharing that? The reason is that when you give, you will feel an abundance of joy and excitement that you cannot wait to share with others. And that's how you become a positive force. So if you want to take control of your own happiness and positivity, by becoming a source of happiness and positivity to others is a fantastic start. Most companies offer opportunities to their employees to participate in volunteering. Those volunteering events are often sponsored and paid by the employers, which means that you can actually volunteer and join on your regular working hours while getting paid. A really good way to get started without having any sacrifice. Now, another excellent starting point for volunteering is becoming involved in your community. In most communities, there are many events that need either donation, resources, or manpowers. Community volunteer events can really strengthen your bond with your neighbors and actually benefit the community that you and your family lives in. Many people often use this type of events as a free family activities where you can go ahead and teach your kids and make it both educational and recreational. Like the old Chinese saying, if you want something, be that something. Now, my action number three that you can take to go ahead and start getting that control back for your happiness and positivity is to record your happiness and gratitude. There are 24 hours within a day, and every day has its story. William Arthur Ward, the inspirational writers over hundreds of poems, articles, and meditations in the 1960s, once said, Today is a most unusual day because we have never lived it before and we will never live it again. It is the only day we have. In 24 hours, an individual will encounter many, many events that are either positive or negative. However, as part of our self-defense mechanism, we humans tend to remember the negative more in comparison to the positive so we can avoid being impacted negatively in the future. For example, when you were little and you played with fire for the first time, yes, we all have done it. It was fascinating until we get burned, right? However, 
you will remember the painful experiences associated with that burn instead of the overwhelming excitement of discovering different fire tricks before that incident. We will always remember the negative to protect ourselves from being hurt again. But your mind does not know how to filter the incidents based on the importance. Your mind is often wired to categorize the incident as positive or negative, but does not list them in the level of importance that you will be able to go ahead and take one over the other. You may go through the whole day filled with positive events, like catching the bus right on time, got the last of your favorite bagel during the morning rush hour, get complimented for your changed looks, or even your Starbucks barista finally made a coffee that you wanted. However, before you got off work, your boss sent you an email about your lack of production, and he wanted a response from you before the next day at 9 a.m. Now your mind will overlook all the amazing little positive things and give you a feeling that you had a bad day. But in reality, you have five positive events versus one bad one. So how do you change that? The truth is that you cannot change how your mind is wired, but you can intentionally remind yourself of all the positive things that have happened that day. There are many ways to remind yourself of the goodness that happened to you. For example, you can keep a happy journal, a small diary that you can carry with you to record the positive events that occur in your day. It can be a notebook, a notepad, or even an applications on your phone. If you have a hard time recording various happy moments of your day, then I challenge you to take my 100 happy days challenge under the hashtag 100 happy days, life plus up. This is how to start that challenge. Whenever you decide to take control of your happiness and you want to start seeing positive change within you, you will begin to post one post of the happy moment of your day under the hashtag 100 happy days, life plus up. And you just have to do it for 100 days. If you want to know how to get started, just go ahead and follow me on Instagram and my handle, life plus up. Now, as a person who has tried and completed this challenge multiple times, I can tell you that this is not easy. You have to purposely look for something that makes you happy and recall that moment and be brave enough to share it. If you follow the 100 happy days life plus up hashtag or just 100 happy days, you will be able to see the progress of other challenges that's currently in the process of trying to take control of their happiness. Remember, big things often have little beginnings. For the past 15 years, I have dedicated myself to help others to succeed in those core components of life. And I have seen many, many people fail in maintaining their relationship, finances, or careers due to the inability to be positive and productive. So to start taking control of their happiness back, I urge you guys to use the three simple actions that we have discussed earlier and start seeing those positive change within you. So when will you take those actions and start your day number one of your 100 happy days? All right. As we finish the segments, let's go ahead and jump into our mailbag questions. Our first question is from one of our listeners in New York. Hi, Kevin. Long-time listener 
first time asking questions. So I really enjoy your episode about project surviving layoff, especially around the part on building your LinkedIn profile. Can you share with us more about building the LinkedIn profile, or what are the most important things? Okay, so to me, that's a really good question. LinkedIn profile is like an open resume. How you design it, it really tell a whole story about who you are, what you have achieved, what are your major accomplishment, your skills, most importantly, what people say about you. Yes, the endorsements. A lot of people have few people endorsing them on few skills, but when's the last time you asked somebody to write an endorsement message about you? Why it's important to give their reference about you, and how you have helped others in achieving their goals? Those are very important, and also other things to look out for is under your headline. Don't just put down your current positions at the company that you work for. Remember. You don't work for company; you work for yourself. Your current position does not reflect how good you are and what things you can do. You might be saying that you are a vice president and a branch manager of a certain locations of retail, but in fact, you are more than that. You are a mentor. You are a team leader. You might be even a program director or marketing campaign specialist. So those are what you're supposed to put under a headline. If you want to see an example of it, I urge you to add me on your LinkedIn. You'll be LinkedIn.com/in/Kevin-G-Yang. Yes, you can actually customize your own LinkedIn URL to just reflect your name to make it easier for other people to search you. Another thing that you have to look for on your LinkedIn is to make sure that you make it not as generic as other people. Put a cover picture on it that shows what you do. Most importantly, be active on it, just like any other social media. You want to post articles or share your thoughts or even like people that you think will help you to build your brand. This is not the place for you to show off your beach picture that you have in Hawaii or your most recent trips to Rome. This is about a professional resume that you want to tell the whole world, including recruiters or your senior management, about you are an individual working for yourself, and they should value based on it too. Now, let's go into second questions. This question is actually from one of our listeners in Boston. Well, this is the first time from Boston. Hi, Kevin. I know you are Lakers fans. How do you feel about Kawhi Leonard took home the Kobe Bryant Award on the All Star Weekend? Oh well. So this, I will have to say, this All Star Game has been one of the best All Star Game I have seen for a very long time, and I'm actually glad that Kawhi Leonard bring it back to Los Angeles. A lot of people doesn't know that Kawhi Leonard and Kobe actually have a history. Kawhi Leonard have seek his help on building his skills and also learning his mentality of never give up. So when I feel like NBA did a great job on honoring Kobe Bryant with the award, but most importantly is make all the players on the court chase after that award with a new format. And I have a lot of fun watching it, and I hope that a lot of people who are criticizing that he ends on Anthony Davis free throw, just back up a little bit. Think about that. He missed the first one, and all of us are holding our breath to see he shoot the second one. 
That itself is as dramatic as you get. A Chicago boy, growing up, worked for Lakers, played for LeBron James, and won the game with a free throw. How cool is that? So back to your question. I'm not sour. I will like credit where your credit goes. Now for any listener who have more questions, please DM me or email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail, or become our patrons. You will be able to ask me the question directly, and I will answer as soon as I can in our Discord chat. Remember, check out our Patreon page and see what are some special things that we can do as being a patron. Now, I will see all of you next Wednesday at Life Plus Up. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself. Please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail dot com, or find me on Instagram, or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform, and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember: success without fun never lasts, and fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.